0: Hi, I'm Bryn Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. All right. Hi, Luke.
1: Bryn Bamber.
0: Hi. Thank you so much for...
1: What's the E? What's the E in in the Bryn Bamber?
0: My first name is Erica. Erica. Mm -hmm. That I go by Bryn. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. I haven't had a, a guest on the podcast in a while, so I'm a little rusty, but we'll get back into it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so why don't you just start by introducing yourself and anything you want the listeners to know about you.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, hello, everyone tuning in. Yeah. Thank you, Bryn, for the opportunity to connect today and chat about some important stuff, I think, that needs to be shared, especially at this time, especially at this time where we are experiencing a really strange way of life. Um so yeah, looking forward to diving into that. But I will introduce myself. Yeah, my name's Luke. Well, my first name, if we're gonna play that game, <laughs> is William. My first name is William. Uh the third, William the Third. Wow. Yeah, but I go by Luke. Um and uh I'm a, an aspiring harmonica virtuoso. <laughs> <laughs> um and we'll 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 talk more about that when we get into creativity, but um I uh I'm I'm currently taking a pause from my role as the executive director and co-founder of the Stopgap Foundation. And Stopgap is all about Raising awareness about the importance of accessibility and inclusion. Um, And and so, yeah, our programming is on pause until the beginning of September, at least. Uh, And we're hopeful to start things back up when the school year starts. So uh, we have an exciting school program that we want to get going with in September. But until then, I... I'm en- enjoying, enjoying, enjoying. Yeah, enjoying. Is it not my ideal? I would never have dreamed of vacationing this way, mm-hmm. uh, but I am ever more grateful and appreciative of this time to pause and rest and reflect on the amazing run that StopGap has experienced over the last five years. And um, yeah, it was time. It was time to take some time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for people listening who've never heard of StopGap before, could you just give an example of like one of the programs or projects that you do just to give them a bit of context?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and those tuning in may have seen some of our work around around town in your town, because we are in 60 different communities across the country and uh, now south of the border. So one of our more famous projects is uh, our our ramp project. So we build these really brightly painted custom access ramps for businesses with with a single step and and they have our website stenciled on them stopgap.ca little plug go check it out um, <laughs> and uh and, and yeah it it's uh was conceived in 2011 and we've been slowly gaining momentum more more and more momentum since then
0: awesome yeah and so We have a lot of exciting topics that we're excited to talk about. And um, Luke has also bravely (laughs) offered (laughs) to do a little bit of a core energetics demonstration. And so we're going to start there. And then we're going to move into talking about creativity, accessibility, healing, Um, So, I'm excited about that. This is Bryn from the future popping into the podcast. And I wanted to say in this exercise, we end up working with impatience. And so, if you are someone who has struggled with impatience or are struggling with impatience, You can follow along with my instructions to Luke in this exercise and you'll get even more out of it. Okay, enjoy. But Luke, to start, why don't you just take a few deep breaths and you can um, close your eyes or soften your gaze and just notice what's happening in your body right now. Mm. Scan through your body and notice what parts of your body feel energized or alive. and where you feel maybe pain or tension or numbness. And just ask yourself, like what's my intention for this mini core energetic session Then when you feel ready, you can gently open your eyes and you can share anything about the body scan or your intention or both.
1: So I mentioned earlier that I'm an, an aspiring harmonica virtuoso. And before meeting today we with you here in the zoom room mm-hmm. i was practicing uh and learning a new a new song and this this is something that i i strug- i struggle with uh patience mm-hmm. so i just want to learn learn the song and skip <laughs> skip the practice Mm-hmm. and uh i was i was feeling into where that impatience lives in my body and it's like a it's like a tight chesty very subtle but it's it, it's definitely there mm-hmm. i want like the right. to play like the teacher now 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 i want to play like the teacher now
0: yeah i can relate to that
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was uh noting part of myself that was experiencing that that tightness and it was nurturing to note it and not live or just like inhabit that that space so
0: mm-hmm. to observe it a little bit
1: yeah yeah and and know that that this is this is the, like the practice is a long game it's not immediate doesn't give immediate results it little 10 minute practice sessions a day have compounding uh, compounding interest mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so my impulse here would be to work with the impatience a little bit deeper. Do you feel open to that? Does that feel helpful? Yeah, so just keep breathing into the place where you feel it subtly in your chest. Keep being curious about it. Bring your breath there. And just start to notice the quality of the tension. Like, does it feel like metal, or does it feel like clouds, or a mesh? Just try to tune into what it feels like. And if it feels right, you can gently place a hand near it or on it. Do whatever feels supportive of it. So if it it doesn't like having your hand there, you can gently move your hand away. If it wants kind of intense pressure from your hand, you can do a a more intense pressure. If it wants just a very gentle light pressure from your hand, you can do a light pressure. Just give it whatever it wants, whatever it needs here. And I'm curious, like, is it shifting as we kind of, shine the spotlight on it and give it a little bit more attention is it staying the same
1: yeah it's diminishing it started as a subtle pressure outward pressure on the right side of my sternum and resting my hand over it has yeah shifted it not feeling that pressure not feeling that pressure
0: Hmm. so the hand has soothed it in some way is that yeah resonate yeah yeah
1: it it's got more of a calm Hmm. Landscape happening.
0: Yeah, so just staying connected with this calm feeling that has emerged in your chest. Ask this calm feeling if it has a message for you.
1: I'm just noting my breathing has slowed uh, amidst this calm mm-hmm. and it is the message yeah the the message is just a being with that slow Mm. rhythm being
0: with that slow rhythm
1: yeah yeah especially in the belly
0: Mm. bringing the slow rhythm into the belly yeah how does that message resonate with you? Like, do you feel good about it? Is there a part of you that's resistant to it? Like what happens when you hear that message? It
1: help, yeah, it, it just it, it, um, is feeding the calm landscape, sort of expanded mm. into my belly and there's a real expansiveness to, to bringing my attention to that calm rhythm, rhythm of my breath.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to check now kind of with your chest all the way to your belly this whole region that where this calmness has grown. If it has anything else it wants to tell you, if it has anything else you need to know.
1: Not not at this time. However, it the yeah the calm is very inviting, and it's perhaps communicating an open invitation to come back as often
0: mm. as I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, there's like a. A real, um, so like so solid presence mm-hmm. that is um, expressing. I can't think of the right word, but it, it it's just expressing that it's, it's it's there. It's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. and the and the feeling is quite solid it's like a yeah but in but not in a in like a hard concrete type Mm -hmm. of solid it's just a a solidity and it's presentness yeah it's just an open invitation to come back
0: yeah so to everyone listening or watching I want to invite you to just see if you can tune into Luke's calmness. Like, I know I can, I can kind of feel it a little bit in my body and my belly as well. And I know we're traveling over time and space here, but just breathe into yourself and see if you can tune into that calmness as well. And then, yeah, Luke, I just want to invite you to breathe it in and just really soak soak it into every cell in your body right now if you can. And if you're listening in and you have tuned into it, allow yourself to soak it into every cell of your body as well. Let every cell of your body drink as much of this calmness as it needs. And then let every cell of your body drink in even more, even more than it needs until every cell of your body is filled to overflowing with this calmness. Drinking in all that you need for your day and your week. And anchoring in as your calmness said to you, all this calmness is yours. You can access it. Whenever you want to, whenever you have a moment, this is yours. So I'm gonna slowly bring you out of this face. So again, you can start to gently move your body in any way that would feel good. And those of you listening, if you're here with us, you can do this as well. Final question for the demonstration I want to ask you is what do you want to take away from the session? What do you want to remember? What feels important?
1: Mm. Uh, Just the reminder of the, the healing power of putting a hand on part of my body that needs that pressure
0: yeah yeah so simple and yet so yeah can be hard to remember yeah
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a a go-to thing for me but it 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 is really effective been reminded of its effectiveness so (laughs) thank you
0: yeah, they don't teach it at schools yet. But I would I would love that actually if at some point this kind of information was shared with our communities at a at a young age. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being willing to be open and show us part of you. Yeah, so I want to talk to you about creativity and a lot of the people listening are artists or healers or entrepreneurs. They're kind of creatives in some way and I know you're also creative and so I'd love to hear what you're learning, where you are on your creativity journey and anything that could help those who are listening with, you know, if they are feeling stuck or blocked or or maybe even not, but mm-hmm. on the journey.
1: Yeah, well, I I'd like to share... I guess it's become a bit of a story now for me because um, I've shared it a number of times since the middle of March. Mm. I first heard this interview on CBC. Matt Galloway had interviewed a neuroscientist. Um, Cohen, Joe, Joe Cohen, I believe. I might have to get back to you about his name, Uh, Mm -hmm. pardon me, I'm gapping on the scientist's name, but it was such a timely interview because the scientist was telling Matt about his work studying the physiological effects of hand holding. And we had at that time just been informed about, our need to physical distance to to mitigate the spread of the virus and of course that you know that certainly it shocked me because I'm a hugger (laughs) and my life relies on physical assistance so Physical distancing is really, ch- was, a, was and continues to be a really challenging protocol. So the neuroscientist went on to talk about how when we hold hands or hug, our bodies naturally have a higher, a higher, higher resistance to pain. So our our pain threshold increases when we're experiencing physical touch. And the reason why this interview was so important is, you know, for me, I wasn't getting those needs and continue not to get a lot of those needs met.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. What was really interesting to hear the scientists say is that he, he was able to clock the physiological response, our body's physiological response to creative pursuits like Mm. singing or dancing, artistic expression, like painting or drawing, singing, yeah, singing, dancing, drawing, artistic endeavors. And, and, the body the body's uh, tolerance to pain behaves similarly when we engage in these creative pursuits which I thought was so interesting and important to hear mm-hmm. and 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 I and consequently it has guided me throughout this really challenging time it's reminded me that playing the harmonica, despite it ha- having these, you know, these issues around patience that we just worked through, mm-hmm. it, it also has these really nurturing qualities that, that help me uh, increase my tolerance for pain and pain in all the ways physical pain, emotional pain, um, I've witnessed that and it has become a really, really important practice for me to, to exercise that right side of my brain that uh, for many years has not been explored. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so, so creativity has become a real, a really, really, it wasn't, it was before, but now it's, it, it, I I have such a huge respect and um, newfound passion for leaning into creative pursuits. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've been isolating pretty...
1: Yeah, 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 I have been. Um, not that my immune system is compromised, but I have reduced lung capacity that I believe would have a hard time dealing with uh, the respiratory effects of the virus. Mm-hmm. So, I Yeah, I have a pretty strict protocol, and um, it has meant for a lot of Luke time. So I, <laughs> along with the harmonica... I've picked up water watercolor painting and some creative write, writing that uh yes been very nurturing.
0: Yeah. And Luke and I know each other through dance and so that's one of the ways we would typically connect, but all of the we we both do contact improv dance, which the first word is contact. <laughs> and so yeah. That that has I mean it's gone online and it's shifting form, but yeah, it's it's not available in the form that it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Pre-COVID. So I'm glad to hear you're finding these other pockets of space to grow mm. your creativity in. Mm. And are you, yeah, like, what's your experience? Are you, are you a case study that's proving this neuroscientist hypothesis true? Or,
1: Well, I, I've noted that my reluctance to speak in front of the camera um, outside of an interview like this uh, ha- has increased. So I have actually a, a, yeah, an interest or um, a more than a willingness, but a, like a real passion for being comfortable in, in front of the camera, impromptu, raw, with very little scripting or preparation. It was something that I was really scared about uh, for, for years. And I resisted. I think I was duped by those YouTubers who come across as super polished. And Mm. uh, I feared not being like that. And that fear prevented me from creating content that, was uh unique in my way but but of a similar um li- like would live in a similar capacity as with as what others were creating and and so since yeah the beginning of the pandemic I I through support that I've been getting through my creative um excursions mm-hmm. have leaned into that fear and and the creativity through watercolor painting especially uh, has given me new respect for it being okay, not being perfect. Mm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. There's such a hindrance to expression when I note that I'm fixed on the right words or even the harmonica. Uh, When I, when I, when I, get fixed on the perfect notes and i feel my whole body my whole body tenses up Mm. and and i and i it can go undetected because it's it it just like sneaks in subtly when like it'll the, the harmonica will start squeaking and and then i'll realize that my lips are super tight and my shoulders are up mm-hmm. near my ears. And when I'm able to note that and relax, the harmonica just, it's like, starts playing it on its own. And the wow. timing just starts happening. So a real testament to letting go and opening up to the imperfect, juicy perfectness of <laughs> of um not showing up with a perfect script
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. yeah i can totally relate to the perfectionism it's definitely been a big part of my <laughs> life and and navigating that and yeah i i think you're right that it it can block so much amazingness.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: When we're scared that it's not going to be perfect. And it's like, you know, sometimes when I'm working with clients, I'm like, just so you know, it's not going to be perfect. You know, when you're doing mm-hmm. something new, when you're, whether it is creativity, Or you're trying to change from a less healthy habit to a healthier habit. It's like, you're not going to do it just because you have awareness and you want to change this pattern now. It's not going to go perfectly. And let's expect that you're going to make some mistakes. And that's how you learn. It's a huge, you know, I think in... Oh, we talked about this when we went to the waterfront the other day where the experiment with the clay pots, there was this experiment done where the art teacher, half the class, they said, your clay pots are going to be marked by how much they weigh. And so make as many clay pots as you can and aesthetics don't matter it's it's just gonna be your if you have 50 pounds, it's gonna be a A. And if you have 40 pounds, it's gonna be a B. And and then the other half of the class was told they only have to make one one pot, but it has to be perfect. It's gonna be totally judged on the way that it looks and how nice it is. And the results of the experiment were that the group that was was just making as many pots as they could ended up with the most interesting, most creative. They got better. Their technique improved because they are practicing and practicing. And so the most like aesthetically pleasing p- pots actually were in the group of students that weren't, weren't thinking about aesthetics, which is almost like, yeah, they weren't in the perfectionism <laughs> mind at all because their pots weren't being marked on how they looked and that and they ended up creating the most beautiful pot so it's like if we can yeah let ourselves go from this I don't know what it is like a narrative or perfectionism the looking at other YouTubers (laughs) or in people's Instagram and them curating their perfect lives, which nobody's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's super important. So I also wanted to ask you for the entrepreneurs who are listening, what tips do you have on or I don't know if tips is the right word, but advice maybe on accessibility and creating accessibility in their businesses. Obviously, they can go to stopgap.ca and get a ramp if they have a brick and mortar business and they have a single step. But other than that, like, what wisdom do you have to share?
1: Yeah thanks for giving me the opportunity to to share about that aspect of my life because it uh, it's been a really incredible journey. I, 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 like I was saying, it spent just over a decade exercising the left side of my brain as a, as a structural engineer. And, you know, previous to that, five years of schooling, which really indoctrined this, need for an equation to be, uh, correct. Hmm. And of course being applauded and rewarded for rightness and, uh, uh, punished, punished, um, in, the, an an academic way uh, mm-hmm. for not being right so many many years of living in that mm-hmm. way of, of life and uh, followed me into my career as a as a structural engineer and it was it was in 2015 when I dropped that like a hot potato and mm-hmm. picked up my stopgap hat and built the um position that i that i am in on pause now uh <laughs> but uh have been able to yeah exercise an entrepreneurial mindset um and yeah we've we i i think maybe it was thir- three or four years ago i gave a talk to a group of of um entrepreneurs in the tech industry uh, a lot of startups and and I was asked to talk about social innovation and social entrepreneurship I won't get into the nitty-gritty of of what that means I'll just put the those terms out there it's you know business with a socially innovative or um, Mm -hmm. Uh, a focus on making the world an even better place can come in the form of for-profit charities, B Corps, not, not for profit. Any organization can identify Mm -hmm. as a social, socially innovative organization. So I sort of reflected while I was putting together the the, the talk, I reflected on the stopgap journey.
0: Mm.
1: And I started noting, noting these, these, um, these highlights and the the, like the tone and the mood around the highlights that and and big wins that we'd experienced. And I came up with, I came up with a, with an acronym to help. Oh, all
0: right. Everyone get your pens and papers out.
1: It's really easy to remember. Faff and Uh Beth. Is the acronym that I, that I, that, that 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 presented itself really. It just sort of bubbled up to the surface. I'll say it again, Fafimbep, uh-huh. uh, and then I'll spell it out and I'll go quickly through the words behind each letter. So F A F M B E F P Fafimbep. So the first the first F is frustration Mm. for us and myself, for for myself and other people who identify as having a disability, um, life can be frustrating at times. So as a wheelchair user, I I tapped into that deep rooted frustration that I was experiencing, not being able to get into spaces that I was able to, uh, before my injury, And, and I, yeah, I was starting to tune into other people having similar frustrations. And and so I can with confidence say that when we harness that frustration around something and, and convert it in, into something that's you that like convert that energy that we might be using by like banging our head against the wall Mm. and use it. For beneficial purposes choosing to steer it towards uh, more beneficial uses of that energy mm-hmm. then good stuff is going to come from it it's inevitable frustration it can be a very very important aspect of creating of creation right yeah a stands for awareness raising Mm. So raising awareness about your endeavor and these days we have all kinds of great free platforms that allow us to do that social media youtube blog posts websites it doesn't cost a whole it doesn't cost anything to um Raise awareness and, and with an intention of, of creating a critical mass of, of support.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Followers, clients. Yeah, raising awareness about what you're frustrated about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The second F is free. So being of service by offering something of value at no cost is, I believe, one of the most empowering, maybe the better word is satisfying. It's one of the most satisfying experiences that I've had in my life by being of service and gifting the world uh, knowledge knowledge that we've um, created and developed over the years that we've been, running our, our programming. So we offer all of our, uh, resources for free. Yeah. And it's been a really important aspect of creating that critical mass of support and getting our, our word out. So F stands for free. Mm -hmm. M is having many hands on deck. Hmm. So, So that just speaks to the critical mass of support, building a community, of supporters who adopt, su- yeah, support, share, uh, tune in, come to events. Um, yeah, having many hands on deck is 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 as uh, an important part of of creating uh, social impact. And I yeah, it it, it works for any industry. I, I've tested this acronym on. People in right. like, the banking world, and <laughs> it just, it works across all, all, all different sectors.
0: Mm-hmm. Be.
1: Be. <laughs> um, be disruptive. So, so without uh, being disruptive, I believe that change isn't really possible. So we've experienced that. A good example would be how Uber has disrupted the taxicab industry by, yeah, doing something different. Um, there's lots of examples of, of disruptive technologies that uh, have have changed the way that that we do business, and um, with the stopgap initiative, the disruption piece is really key because. We, in most communities, experience these really antiquated bylaws that prevent ramps from living out on the sidewalk on a more permanent basis. And it doesn't go, it just doesn't make sense because we have these legislations that mandate our province to be barrier-free by 2025. But we have these municipal bylaws that... So by being disruptive and putting these ramps out against the, building against, the law. against the law, we are shifting the status quo and and so um, yeah by, by like harnessing that frust- the energy around frustration coming up with a with a disrupt- disruptive technology or, or message that goes against the status quo to uh, shift it and create the change that, that we'd like to see in the world. To be the change is to be disruptive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And being bold about it because it's not easy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating. goes back to frustration.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Working, working with that. Um, being disruptive education is the E so education Mm -hmm. and awareness raising kind of go hand in hand without Mm -hmm. uh education there is no awareness raising so the education piece lives on all of the platforms that you're populating with with content so um education and awareness raising are are yeah closely connected Mm -hmm. the third F is one of my favorite. Well, they're all they're all equally important, but this one I have a lot of fun with. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we've been we have like our messaging. If you hop on our website, you'll notice that it's very colorful. The, our videos are quirky and um, they're fun. They're just a mm. lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun with the work. It's really hard, and without that fun tone I I'm confident that we wouldn't be where we are today right without it so uh yeah fun making sure you're bringing an element of fun to the table and uh whether it be like the 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 messaging tone or uh yeah colors or events uh are super fun we just make sure that that we're crossing that that uh crossing that f p the final letter in the acronym is people first and this is a really particularly important part of of our work by um making sure that when when creating we are keeping everybody's lived experience in mind
0: mm-hmm.
1: and regarding everybody's lived experience as equal and and valuable mm-hmm. yeah so uh, we're all here as humans having equal lived experience and and that's important, especially when it comes to designing public spaces or spaces in general, we need voices from everyone and we want to make sure that we're, we're catching as wide and as diverse a a lived experience voices from as diverse a a community. And, um, uh, we want, we just want to make sure that, that there's, there's, uh, Really, really broad representation at the table when coming up with strategies, systems, designs, so that we can create a world that everyone can access and use with maximum independence and spontaneity. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. I love the fact now I wrote it all down so I'll make sure it's in the show notes and the description for everyone who's listening so that you can yeah keep it keep it as a framework
1: yeah it's been working really well f- for us and uh, I yeah welcome any any feedback um, always open to hearing what people think of it and how it can be made better for sure Maybe we could throw on another letter in there and make it even more <laughs> <lasting>. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, as you were talking, I was kind of like thinking about my company and what, you know, where I fit in all of this. We fit mm-hmm. in all of this. And yeah, it It, it works. It works works yeah yeah and then it's yeah shows maybe where you have holes too because I was like be disruptive I don't know I don't know how I'm doing on that front so maybe that's well I I need to disrupt more
1: I have I have an. I I have something to share about that Mm-hmm. what you 're doing is you're you 're inviting people to go in inside mm-hmm. and that 's not something that 's common in our society these days and we're so heavily fixated on form and the physical ex- external realm that we uh, aren 't in tune we aren 't in tune with our with our world inside of us. Mm-hmm. So perhaps your disruption piece to put out on your platforms is to really make it reinforce the the equally important inner realm that so many of, like I'm speaking for myself, I spent so many years not connected with my feeling. My feeling capacity in my the world that is animated by my feelings it's so dominated by my thinking and Mm -hmm. uh, form external Mm
0: -hmm. world yeah me too (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: that's just what comes comes for me right now and I I, I think that that there, there needs to be some really bold statements made about The importance of our inner inner lives
0: right yeah
1: yeah pieces
0: yeah so I feel like I could talk to you for hours I know actually in fact that I could talk to you for hours um but I'm feeling like it's time to wrap up this particular conversation but I just want to check if there's anything I've missed or if there's anything else you feel called to to share with this audience.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an honor to talk in the zoom room with you, Bryn and, and all of those listening in, in the future. Uh, I hope that, yeah, you are able to, um, pull some, some good stuff from it and, and uh, my door is open. Yeah, my door is open, I'd, I'd love to hear from you in, in any capacity, uh, entrepreneurially, or um, as someone who practices contact improv and meditates and is, uh, is a, a athlete of the spirit um, and working on balancing. Mm -hmm. both of the worlds that, that we just spoke about uh, Mm -hmm. work in progress. And, and, and my intention is to bring that inner world into my work in the outer world.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where's the best place for people to find you? Should they follow StopGap on Instagram or what's.
1: what's Yeah, we're on, we're on all the, all the main platforms, uh, but the best way would be to send me send me an email, Luke at stopgap.ca is uh, is the best way to get a hold of me.
0: Awesome, yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. If anyone wants yeah. to reach out, okay. This was this was fun, amazing to connect with you in this different way and yeah thanks so much for giving your time and amazing ideas and acronyms (laughs) and everything and yeah we'll talk soon
1: you're welcome Bryn okay take care thanks everyone
0: Okay. okay bye bye thank you so much for listening be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at BrynBamber.com relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.